You, you know where I'm going with this? No. What if we created a religion <laughs> that is an amalgamation that we've picked and chosen oh my God. of the best practices from each one? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops, the podcast. Julio Galarati. That is who I am. Sitting next to Francis Ellis, literally sitting directly next to him. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. We have a very special guest today, uh, Alex Bennett. Hi, guys. What up? What's up? Hi, Alex Bennett. Hello, Francis. Francis sa- sorry, Francis says that I always give really bad intros. I think that was one of them. Francis- no, that's fine. Fr- Francis would have given more of your accolades and let's, your achievements. Let's tell people who she is, since a lot of people don't know. Uh- <laughs> oh God, that was fucked up, bro. Shots fired. <laughs> a lot of people bro. don't know. I don't want a good intro because then I have nothing to live up to. Goodness me. We need context. Context. She <laughs> is. I'm. I. I kid. I kid. She is one host of Mean Girl Pod. Mean Girls. No, just girl. Mean Girl Pod podcast which is a a ripping success mm-hmm. she is a colleague of mine at barstool sports and a rising star a that. rising star and uh a, has become a friend a yes. friend of ours and there's so much crossover because she's an old friend of the hill dog yep and julio has hung out with alex and her uh, wonderful husband graham and then i have also now hung out in in uh, away from the cameras I, I teed it up for them to knock it out of the park. That's right. <laughs> I gave Francis the big scouting report for the boys. We should play in a three-on-three tournament together, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fire. He said that Graham could be a, an, a board member of International Guys Day, which is something we've been building here on the pod in our brains. Uh, it's better than it sounds. It's, it's a huge... It, it doesn't sound good. It's a huge vote of confidence. It's not like a Jordan Peterson type of thing. It's like more of a like good guys meeting. What it, are you doing at it, though? It sounds like a bonding. cold a little bit. Oh, just Negronis. I heard, I listened to the episode that you guys talked about. Well, Fran, not Francis. Julio sent me timestamps oh, wow. to listen to the episode, and they were completely wrong. <laughs> and so I, 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 I swear they were not, but... No, they must have been if they if you they were they were wrong and I went back and checked so I started and you're talking about Alexander Graham Bell and I'm like but then he (laughs) I was like (laughs) so I'm on the subway and I'm like what the fuck and then the Alexander Graham Bell it's like who would decline a water and I'm like that Alexander Graham Bell that's declining the water is probably Graham Bennett. So then I just started from the beginning, and then I found it. Oh, uh, okay. And then I had some context. You would oh, need sorry. you would need <laughs> the whole episode to understand yeah. the Alexander Graham Bell reference. Yeah. I tried. I really tried to be specific so as not to waste her time, and she ended up wasting more time. I apologize. Mm. I loved it. I loved listening to it. Good. I liked the Negroni day, and it's like who who would smell a water? And I'm like a guy that hasn't drank in three years would smell a water because he's afraid if he drinks vodka, he's going to be like so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. totally. We, uh, we did not know, uh, Mia culpa, that Graham was sober. <laughs> and frankly, when I learned that he was this past weekend, it made me like him even more. Cool. Alex, we're friends. <laughs> Let's all take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make us a Negroni here? Like, what, what are we talking about here? It makes me hot. All right, Because you guys are tag teamed up together. Yeah. 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 
Well, unfortunately, oh, Julio are. keeps inching away from me, which oh, is making me sad. Sorry, no, let's get I back like, together. I now. like it that we're, we're closer together. I like that you two are close, but it makes me feel like I'm on an island. <laughs> and then you're making like really like um, so much eye contact with me. It's freaking me the fuck out. And Julio's not looking at me, which is like, I don't... What? I'm looking at you. I would like to retract my accepting to the invite to come on this podcast. Uh, I knew I would, but I'm like, oh. It's called uh, being a good listener uh, is why I'm making eye contact with you. And let's just let's just let's just dive into more more comfortable waters. Okay, okay. Let me ask you a question on both of our behalves. Have Have you felt that Francis and myself were uh, proper hosts when we invited you to come do things? Okay, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> you were a great host, but your wife. Ah, <laughs> just kidding. Ah, nice. Just kidding. That no, was no, the low hanging fruit. That was good. Um, that was good. We'll go in chronological order. Okay. Julio. Yes. I feel like I now owe you an invite to like a welding class, which is going to be really fucking loud. <laughs> and we're going to be like, hi. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> also, so Graham, obviously, that the guy that doesn't drink. He also doesn't stay. He's an old soul. He doesn't stay up very late. By the way, <laughs> everything what? he told me made me realize that I was friends with him. <laughs> He's what? like, uh, you know, when I get tired of a party, I just leave. Oh, yeah. When it's like when I've hit my wall, I don't even say goodbye to people. I'm like, yeah. Keep going, <laughs> you know. And he's like, "I don't like to drink that much. I don't like really loud social situations." I was like, "What do you like to do?" He's like, "I don't know. Read a lot of books." And I was like, oh, <laughs> "He's like, I like to just sit outside on a porch and read books." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep going." You guys are one in the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, keep so going. you paint the picture beautifully of him. So imagine his thought when I say, "Hey." We're going to go to a DJ at 11 p.m. He's like, fuck no. And I'm like, we're actually, we are going to go. We're going to, if you would do this for me, that would be great. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm like, do you want to go to dinner beforehand? He's like, no. So we just sat at home until like 10.50. And then I'm like, I'm the kind that I want to go to dinner before. So we just show up and it's like, and I'm like, holy shit, we're not even going to be able to talk. Um... What did you, you thought you'd be able to go to a DJ and I didn't talk? Know, we didn't know how loud it was. Oh, be. it was this. Yeah. It was Felix. We didn't was, know how loud it would be. It was ten. It was eleven a.m. No, it was eleven p.m. This is a night. At it wasn't Felix? a day party. Yeah, it was a interesting. Night I've only ever seen their party Same. ripping during the day. Yeah, and and they have tables. So I thought we'd be sitting. I thought maybe we'd be sitting <laughs> yeah. at them, which was stupid on my part. I another invite I should have declined. I'm just kidding. We had a you we had a lovely time. The way you can tell if it went well is if you have a second date. Hillary and I did. Oh, that's good. So that's good. That so you were an you guys were a great host, but the <laughs> event was bad. Right, right. Mm. So we I we realized that it would make it potentially slightly challenging. So we wanted to make sure that you guys that you know you felt comfortable, and even though the odds were against us. You yeah. Know, so, if I know Graham as well as I think I do, <laughs> that's not the event for him. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? There's not an event for him. I think for me, well, I think if I said, "Hey, Graham, why don't you and I plan a second date?" I'd say, you know, I got this really nice porch and a big old stack of books, mm-hmm. maybe some cards, and uh, you know, we'll go have a nice seven or eight hour thought provoking sesh. <laughs> yes, minimal talking though. He likes to, they go to Aspen and they he has a house. I was like, oh, you, you ski? And he's like, not really. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what do you like to do out there? Do you, and he goes, I like to read. 
He was like, I love to read on the porch. <laughs> and I go, oh, you like to you go there in the summer? And he goes, no, in the winter. I'm like, isn't it cold? And he goes, yeah, I put a coat on. <laughs> he just sits That's on sick, the porch dude. in the cold with a coat on and reads. How That's... great is that? No, what? I love that. <laughs> what, what do you like about it? It's peaceful. It's so peaceful. Arguably boring. <laughs> it's, he's, it's one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. He's, well, he's turned 30 in January. And he's like, his parents call and they're like, you guys let us know what you want to do. And I'm like, I want, I'm ready to go to like a African safari. Mm. We're going to Aspen with a stack of books. Nice. And we're going to sit there <laughs> good, for good. five days. Wow. That but sounds perfect. Wait. Yeah. That sounds really good. Are you a reader? No. Well, a little bit. I read really bad books. I read self-help books that yeah. are like start like. Clearly aren't working. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She's a mess. <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of an asshole, which I love. Because but you, it's, it's fun. Yeah, well, of course it's fun. We've established a baseline of friendship, and therefore we can pick at each other. I filmed the video, and it, I had to muster up the courage to film it because everyone always asks me what book I read. All, and so I made I made a video of my top five books, and I walk in the office, and France is like, "Those are all really shitty books." That's not what I said. What would you say? I'm pretty I sure said, that was what you said those are that. This is all homework. Homework books? Homework books. All the books, they're all, as you said, self-help books, memoirs. There's no, like, playful fiction. There's no, there's no like, woman in the window, mystery, you know, pulpy kind of bullshit. But I don't think you need to read for fun. I think you read for a purpose. Like, to gain something. Like, I talked to you guys for fun, so why would I want to go home and then, like, read a book for fun? So then it truly is homework for you. Yeah. I don't have any other homework, so that's pretty good. I have some space for homework in my life. I read. I read for fun. That doesn't surprise me. I like to read. I I couldn't read for homework. Do you know what I mean? Mm-mm. I would not want to do it. Right, you couldn't read the assigned materials, but you would read what you wanted to. Read. Yeah, if someone was like, "You need to learn about aerodynamics," here's a four hundred page book on it. I would not get through it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but if you're gaining something from it, well, if I did get through it, I would gain something from it. I had knowledge of aerodynamics. Francis, <laughs> Francis, why? Well, I'm not. I'm not arguing for the sake of arguing. I just. We it's not a, even an argument. It's just like no one else is reading an aerodynamic book. Okay, well, let's use a different topic. Let's say that. And by the way, we don't have to get too into the weeds here because we we have ground we need to cover. We want to. Let's just let's just move off the book okay, thing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what? Let's ask about the. The party. Okay, so we heard a vivid, uh, you know, sort of tale of what happened at the party. I actually mentioned to Francis that this is not the first time that I've witnessed some sort of meltdown at that table. So anyway, that table has produced some rich moments. Yeah. Um, and it sounded like tensions were high. I'm curious how you sort of metabolized that moment and what it felt like and what you did and all of that. Okay. Okay. So wait, real quick, for reference, the last episode we talked about at Francis's party, there was a little sort of almost altercation where one of the guests, who was a friend of a friend, insulted Francis's wife. Yeah. In fact, I would almost be curious to just hear your recounting of it from your vantage point. It's a little blurry. 
gonna try. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the best vantage point would be Graham, obviously, because he remembers everything. And he's taller than everyone. And he's taller. I think that is that <laughs> like a problem. He's got for a bird's you? eye view. Bird's eye view. No, I, it's it. another reason I like him. No, I don't I, know. I have a huge. I have what I call uh, BMR, which is big man respect. Francis oh. has is big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if I'm at a bar and there's a really big guy there, I make friends with him first. Okay, because you feel like. Well, I know that if hell hell breaks loose, I want him on my side. That's what you wanted at the party yeah. too. If if all hell broke loose, yeah. Francis respects the stats. He's like this guy's six seven two twenty five. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a specimen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What are your stats, Julio? My personal stats. Yeah. Six one two hundred. Is that roster height or is that real? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's real height. That's real height. Okay. I have soft height. If, if we were to stand next to each other and you were to actually pay attention, you'd be like, oh, wow, you're taller than I thought. You do have soft height. I have soft You height. don't. You do. I do. Yeah. 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 Okay, fair. Um, okay, so we're sitting at the table at what time? Probably probably 10 o'clock, 9.30, oh, 10. Did you talk about how you invited us over at 2 and we showed up at 2.30 and we were an hour earlier than everybody else? No, I didn't. That was mind-blowing <laughs> to me. Yeah, that's just New York. Yeah. Party started at 2. They yeah. came at 2.30, which to me is perfect. Nobody else came till 4. No, but that's like for real. I, I can't get over that. Why would you invite people at two? You weren't ready at two. Because I invited people at two knowing they wouldn't show up until four. Why wouldn't you tell me, though, come at four? Because anytime people come after two is acceptable. Frankly, I was very happy to have you guys there. You weren't ready. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get over that. He showed up in his sweatpants and I thought, this guy who I think likes his outfits isn't going to wear this. <laughs> and he didn't like i kept i kept being like he opens the door in like a sweatsuit and i'm like no that's not francis like you dress up to the office you're gonna dress up for this party he did he put on like a hat and everything uh, but you didn't put the you weren't ready at 2 30 i wore my straw hat i knew you were i know i wore my straw hat fire yeah fire. yeah needed some sun protection <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, there was a sun that day yeah so i'm sorry about that i mean typically <laughs> no you're not no, Sorry, but you weren't ready. Well, Alex, typically what happens is that when we go to friends' houses and we've arrived early, we say, why don't we help you guys out? And that's exactly what you guys did. I think you guys like lent a hand, which is great. That's really well received. (laughs) I was meeting your wife for the first time. And you guys are chefing up a little charcuterie (laughs) board together. That's a bonding activity. That is a bonding activity, but that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you got to tell the people that you're meeting for the first time a later time we, than the other people that you know, don't you think? This is the, so. How long have you guys been here? A, a year. year. Okay, uh, so, a year and an extra month, thirteen months. Okay. Do you think that this is just like your? This is like a thing where you're like, oh, we're just punctual, or like, have you been used to that previously? The time you're invited is the actual time. Well, I think you always show up later to the time you're invited. Mm-hmm. But then I also was toying with the fact of you don't want to be so late that you're rude. Totally. So I was like, I was trying to balance that. I think it's crazy to say I invited you at 2. Anytime after 2 o'clock to show up is acceptable. So then we show up at 2.30, but then Francis isn't actually ready. (laughs) I don't think that the time past that was acceptable. I'll be honest with you. Let's say that... (laughs) Why would you not just say come at actually 4 o'clock? Because because I base my getting readiness on, uh, on, on when people are coming. And I didn't feel the need to change by 2.30 because nobody was there yet. Okay, fair. So as people started to filter in, I would have immediately just said, I'm going to run downstairs. Put on, I know it only takes me five minutes to get ready. So put on my shit and then come right back up. Does it take you both five minutes to get ready? I take, I'm pretty quick, yeah. Okay. They say I'm wet. 
They always say that I'm wet. He's wet. People tell you that a lot. Yeah, yeah I show up wet. Apparently, I don't agree. Like yeah. with your hair wet, like a wet doll. Like you just wet got bandit. out of the shower. Wet yeah. bandit. Wet yeah. bandit. Yeah. Well, that's the new thing. Unfortunately, people never tell me that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Wet. Okay. Well, I have to say this, Alex. You're very willing to throw yourself into these sort of like dark, unknown situations and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we've both apparently thrown you for a loop. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's how you're right. That's true. Two for two with you two. I think we need the next thing we need is we need a a full group uh, session that we can curate more to their terms. You know gotcha. what? I think we're going to do next time. I think I'm going to invite you two to something. <laughs> yeah. I'll pick. And you don't get to say no. I don't okay. know. I'm just, open to it. It just seems like she's not going to know. I, it's riskier I'm with know. him. It's I, riskier with him than it is with me. I would say I'm more durable than he is. If you invited... Fragile? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, quite fragile. fragile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you appear I'm to like be fragile. Graham. If all of a sudden the four of you, my wife, Hill Dog, Julio, and Alex look up and Graham and I are not around... You'll know that we're on a porch somewhere reading our books. So you have a scapegoat now. I have a an escape buddy. An escape buddy. Yeah. I have. I, I want to be in a life raft with him, sailing towards calmer waters, mm-hmm. with no social outing. If you picked, <laughs> hey, we're going to a DJ at 11 p.m. That's what I've chosen. Mm-hmm. I would have a hard time. Yeah, you said you have to start your own fires. I was. I liked all of your metaphors, mm-hmm. and I was like, he's not going to do any of that. Did he talk to you? We spoke at length. We had a great time. He I did thought. speak to you. Yeah. Okay. Did he not tell you about it? That's the other. I mean, he doesn't okay. talk. Much. All right, Graham. You <laughs> what what you did we talk about? about it? I, I talked about you, Graham. After we hung oh, out. About oh, okay. We went home and watched your video. I, that was really sweet. The I one, saw the screenshot. The one thing he did say was, you were like, I go to places that are perceived as dangerous. And so he's saying in his head that you go to like Detroit. <laughs> he's like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like I've also, I'm a Shinola fan. You know, I like Detroit. That's Hell cool. Yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> You're like, I went to Iraq. And he's like, fuck. Iraq. That's Afghanistan amazing. is, that's, makes Iraq look like a yeah. I don't McDonald's playpen. And we watched yeah. it and I was like, whoa. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So Thank to you. recount the story at the kitchen table, I would say, well, I would say we knew things weren't going I didn't think they were going bad, though. No, they were fine, but that guy was a time bomb. He was a ticking time bomb, maybe. It could have gone one of two ways. Exactly. Um, But I also, you know, we, this might be unpopular. You might not agree with me here. But I was thinking about it, saying your wife was a little over the top. After further review, I think it could be a compliment. How would you, how, when you, how would you guess at his meaning of that statement? By the way, if you're new to the episode, we were having a party. It dwindled down to seven people. Alex and her husband, Gran, were there. And a guy that we didn't know very well said to me, you've been a great host. Your wife, on the other hand, a <laughs> little bit over the top. And said that in front of everybody, including to her. That's a crazy thing At which say. point, we had to kick him out of the party. <laughs> so that's what happened. That is what happened. I- I, I think the best thing that you said was that if there was a punchline, then it would have been hilarious. I don't know like what the punchline would be. I, I, I'm not that funny, but if there was a good one, I think it would have been fine. Um, yeah, I do think he meant it in like... I don't think he meant it nicely. Oh, you think he meant it, he meant it as, a, as a, an how insult? How could you mean it nicely? Yeah. Your wife, on the other hand, like how could you possibly mean that yeah. nicely? I don't know that he, I don't know how he meant that. I don't think anybody right. was home. I think he just was like, yeah. oh, she's a little over the top. Yeah. Maybe. And then I, the only thing I thought was also it's a bonding experience for people that are left. 
Mm-hmm. Um, which was just the four of us. Which was the four of us, which maybe we needed, you know? So now I've gone to a DJ that was really loud, and then I've bonded with you over a person leaving a party. Yeah. Um, so I'm <laughs> never doing anything with you guys again, but I think... Damn. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, I'll so open the window badly. for Graham when he comes over so he can sit on the scaffolding and read. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you think it? What? What? What did you think? What did you tell Julio about it? What were like the main points? I I I said everything we've just said. We kind of uh, you know analyzed it uh, to the nines on the last episode. But um, well, he was wondering if if he had said, "Yeah, hey, man, listen, whatever," and the guy doubled down and says something rude or something, then what does he do? So we kind of talked about that. Would he have to punch him? What like how would it escalate from there? How do you handle it? Was sort of the discussion. You're not. Yeah. You wouldn't punch. Well, Roan would have taken him out. Yeah, but what if he were so obstinate as to to not be willing to leave? Do you think as guys, like, height automatically wins? No. 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 So you think he could be, like, a scrappy fighter? Yeah. But- Sounds like he had a, full, a build of a fullback. Yeah. He, what? He was stocky. Stocky. Low to the ground. Fortified. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm looking for an example. Um, like a, like a, like, uh, Hillary calls it, what does she call it again? There's a, oh, compact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm familiar with the term. I don't think it describes him. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So um, you, he was a little lankier than Francis is giving him credit for? Oh, I think you easily. He's just one so arm. So this guy could probably throw out. down. And he's a fireman. He could definitely fight. He maybe, but I don't think he would have had a thing on you. No, she's saying that I would have been able to. You would have been him. able to beat him up. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just maybe, but, but what, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the point is that Graham would have been able to beat him up. Graham used to be a fighter. What? He used to he used to be so wild and he would get in these fights and I mean these fights. I mean like the kid can fight because he was what was he in, what was the position he's he played? A linebacker. He was a linebacker and he was oh, big. Dude. Hell yeah. Dude, he was like forty pounds heavier in college. Oh. He's a fucking beast. He's my favorite person right now. Yeah, Graham is the fucking man. He's my dude. favorite guy. He's and he would just knock people out at the bar and then I finally was like, You touch one more person. You're just gonna be single, so wow, yeah. So he would fuck people up, fuck them up, and That's I'm like, you're sick, too dude. tall to do that. Also, there's so much liability there. I... It was. That's crazy that yeah. he would knock them out at bars. Yeah, he, yeah. And now he's retired. I'm deciding on one of those things I want to say or not. Now he's a retired fighter. Correct. He said to me as he was leaving the party, like, my fighting days are behind me. Wow. He did, and alluded wow. gently wow. without bragging because he is very humble. <laughs> To the fact that he used to be an absolute brawler. I want to give you guys a good fighting story, but I can't think of one. Think of those fight stories, because we definitely want to hear those the next time we have you back on Oops Podcast. That's Alex Bennett, guys. Alex oh, Bennett. We're going to do an outro while I'm in here. Yeah. Thank you guys for having stuff. me. Plug give her a pot listen. Uh, mean Girl, it's about sex, dating, and everything in between. Um, and so. therapy and, and being nice to yourself. Cool. And I'm never hanging. This will be the last time I see you two. So it's fun. Damn. I enjoyed it. Damn, Alex. Tell Graham we sew it up. Yeah. And we miss him. Okay. Love it, folks. There it is. The first studio guest for OTP. Yeah, you know me. Dude, the perfect fall pant has to be the bird dog pant. It really is. It's really good. If we're honest with ourselves, which I think we typically are. We are. And we say to ourselves, what's the perfect fall pant? (laughs) It's the bird dogs. It's the bird dogs. Underwear liner built in. Moves with you, no restrictions, doesn't ride up, Yeah, full, makes sorry. makes you not have to wear underwear yourself. Totally. And a fully passable pant. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it, it plays like a khaki. It really does. They uh, look great on the golf course, by the way. And they tuck, you can tuck your shirt in 
to that underwear liner and it it's it actually stays nice and snug so you look lean. I love it. Which is nice. Love and a good lean. Go to birddogs.com right now. Use promo code oopsie. You're going to get something dope. Something dope. That's I don't know exactly rope. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know why I said dope so weird. You said dope and then I said rope. <laughs> You're going to get rope. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You're going to get something cool. Uh, use promo code oopsiebirdogs.com. You need the pants. You're going to love them. Well, boy, am I glad she's gone. <laughs> get back to our uh, to the good stuff here. Um, okay, so I got I got one. So I was in the uh, the Delta Lounge, mm, Terminal Four, yeah, which is a, a nice one. I you might be asking why didn't I go to the Centurion Lounge? It was too early. It was closed. Ah, uh, I believe it opens at six or seven. Delta Lounge can be really nice, though. Yeah, this one's a pretty good one. Um, anyway, I saw someone that I know, huh. but I haven't like seen her in a while. Like one of my friends used to kind of go out with her or whatever. We hung out like once or twice, and. I bumped in, we, we walked by each other and we made eye contact and inevitably, rec- I think, recognized each other. And I said, hey. And she goes, hey, what's up? But she said it in a way where she didn't, it wasn't clear if she could fully pin me. And you can tell, yeah. And I don't know what made me do this, but I went, you don't remember me, do you? Ooh. Whoa. I don't know why I did that. Ooh. It's 6 a.m. <laughs> why would I do that? Yeah. And I then didn't say who I am. She goes, I know who you are. And I go, oh, who am I then? What? <laughs> Dude, I'm Whoa. so sorry. I'm so sorry that I did this to you if you're in the unlikely event that you're listening to this. And she goes, you're, uh, you're Teddy's friend. And I was like, oh, that's right. I am. <laughs> she did know who you were. She, she. Maybe she, not your name, but she remembered. She placed you. She placed me. But I don't know why I gave her this fucking awkward, uh, you know, quiz, this pop quiz at yeah. six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, I didn't behave properly. No, listen, it's okay. And I'm sure, and because people do this to me. People people do this a lot. And I think most of the time they're being, they're being playful, but they're also, they're also being playful through a lens of like of being affronted. It's annoying. I, if someone did it to me, I'd be annoyed. I find it annoying. I would so. dislike them. So I don't know why I did that to you. You know, you Sorry. almost want to say if, you get asked, you don't remember me, do you? And you're like, I remember you. And they're like, well, who am I? I at that point, if I'm being quizzed, I almost want to be like, listen, if you want me to remember you, you need to be more memorable. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be, it's oh not God. on me. Agreed. To have a, an elephant's memory of every person I've ever met. Agreed. Um, and it's also not a, it's not a personal slight. Mm-hmm. That I've chosen to remove whatever memory I had of you from my mind because you were insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad you recognize that you you were like, why did I why do that? Why would I ever do that? Because this happens all the time. Yeah, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Um, it's obnoxious. I violated the golden rule. I did unto others as I would not want unto myself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But... I, again, yeah, sorry, bad, bad luck. Can I tell you something? Yes. I, this is going to sound really douchey. <laughs> People rarely don't remember me. And I think <laughs> it's because I have red hair. Mm. I think it's because I have red hair and the name Francis. It certainly, it's I have help. two very unusual things. But I'll tell you what, dude, I feel like I'm used to that being the dynamic as well. And somehow having it flipped, it like upset me or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you don't remember me? Really? 
Really? Yeah. I know what this is like. Right. And I'm not the one usually on this end of it. Right. So I'm going to fucking check you. I get you, Which man. is incorrect. Mm-hmm. That is an incorrect way to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It, uh, well said. <laughs> I had I got to a point that. where I think I remember hearing that some, I think it was Obama was so good at remembering people's names. Oh, interesting. And it sort of lit a bulb in my head where I remember hearing that and and that also hearing that everybody likes it when you say their name. This is, yeah. Right? When you say hi to someone. Hi, Chris. Yeah, you said this before. I really try to action this in my life too. And, And not just, what's up, dude? Hey, man, how are you? What's up, pal? Like, most people if you say their name it is a full recognition of who they are that you know them and all of that right and i got to a point where i started playing little games with myself where if i met four people at a party you try to remember them all three or four i I, hi i'm alex hey i'm i'm jamie hi i'm charlie hey i'm 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 dan (laughs) i would create a mnemonic with their names, Alex, Jamie, Dan, Charlie, Alex, AJDC, and and a sentence like "all all genes uh, don't crease" mm. or something like that. And then the next time I see them, unfortunately, they all have to be together and in the same order. <laughs> but the next time I see them later on in the party, if you can say. Alex, what's going on? Great to meet you guys. Good to see you, Alex. Be well, Jamie. See you later, Dan. Have a good one, Charlie. They think you are a fucking wizard. They think you're a wizard. Yeah. Because you yeah, have this quick interaction. People, Most people are humble enough to expect you not to remember all their names, especially in a loud setting and if you're meeting a lot of people at once. But if you can pull it off, it's good. you get a lot of credit, man. You get elected president of the United States. Yeah. You could do Alex, Jamie. Charlie and Dan. You could sing it. Hey, whatever works for you. Absolutely. I heard somebody told me that they met Andre Agassi and then they saw him again like five years later and he was like, hey, Charlie. Whoa. And they like couldn't believe it. Wow. So I gotta be honest with you though. If somebody like is really adamant about showing me that they remember my name, that's potentially annoying too. I'm like, all right, mister, I remember everybody's names and this is my new thing. <laughs> you are the only person I know who could somehow be offended by a person committing your name to memory and like flaunting it. Uh, That's dude. that guy over there, Julio. Julio. Don't you dare say it otherwise. Yeah, That's tough. his name. I'll it's wear tough. it out. My the host of my show on Friday said my name wrong. My road of my show on the road, and you were like, you know what? It's good. It's good that he didn't know my name. It's crazy. He's not showing off. You liked that guy more? No, I I thought it was crazy. I couldn't believe that he did it. He said it wrong. Now it's an it's it's the easy way to say it wrong. Julio, he said Julio. Yeah, it's okay. That's a makeable mistake. All good. However, I expect that guy after the show to be like, dude, sorry, I fucked your name up. Didn't say a word. Did he know you that he fucked it up? Yeah, because I went on stage and said that's not my name. <laughs> Which then I just and then I said my name and then people cheered, which was nice. Now I had friendly huh. faces in the crowd. Thank you guys for coming. Um, <laughs> and and then I just went into a you know I have a joke about it obviously. Um, so it's fine. It like teed it up. Yeah. But yeah, no, he, I, I don't know. He never. Damn. I know it was pretty insane. This was a locally appointed host. Locally appointed host. He was a nice guy, but yeah, said yeah. him wrong. What are you gonna do? 
Buddy, I spoke to our old pals over at Brooklyn Roasting Company the other day. Love those people. I said, can you guys send me a nice little box of some of the latest, greatest blends? And they said, absolutely. Oh. And they're sending me a nice a nice big box with not only our patented, I don't, I don't know if it's patented, but our, our, our own Oops, Oops blend. Yep. We got the Oops blend coming back, which, by the way, is one of the best coffees I've ever had. Phenomenal. But they're sending me some of the Hue Hue Tananga, mm. some of the BQE Espresso, which is mm. one of my personal faves, and uh, all kinds of phenomenal stuff that they got going on over there. If you're a coffee connoisseur, you got to get yourself some Brooklyn Roasting Company. Yeah. The stuff really rocks. It really rocks. It, it is the best incredible coffee sourced from all the best coffee places in the world. Indonesia. Dude, Ethiopia. My, took my, bo- my boy, Patrick McCarthy, lives in Tokyo, went to the Brooklyn Roasting Company store in Tokyo. They have a big store there. Yeah. They're huge. This sure. is what I'm saying, guys. These are cosmopolitan places. This is no Tokyo. Joke. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay? So, yep. trust us. Trust the go. world. Brooklynroasting.com. Pick up our Oops blend. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. That's going to get you 5% off. Get a bunch of coffee, guys. Don't delay. Brooklynroasting.com. Promo code OOPSBEANS. Um, but dude, the, so a couple of funny things. So brought my friend turned manager Zach mm-hmm. with me, he came and I take him to do shit. So like I, you know, I go to these national park sites when I go on, on these trips. Uh, so there was two in drivable distance. So I was like, we're going to go to both of them. So I took him on this hike. I'm like, dude, the last time I took him on a hike, bro, he almost fucking died. Yeah. Uh, he was really struggling. And I was like, dude, I want to go on a hike. You don't have to come. But, uh, if you decide you want to, we'll go, whatever. So he goes, okay, sure. So we're in the car. It's gorgeous. The drive to this place, it's called like Timpanogos. Timpanogos I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's this like hike to a cave. And oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty sick. And the, the scenery getting there is gorgeous. You know the area. Yeah. I mean, you, you miraculously pegged where I was on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I knew, right? I knew exactly where you were. Like, is that Snowbird? I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a mountain. Well, I, knew, I know that hotel is pretty distinct. Okay. Um, and I know the canyon because mm-hmm. I, I used to ski at Alta a lot, which is yeah, just right five, there. 10 minutes beyond Snowbird. Totally. My favorite mountain. Probably. Sick, dude. Um, so anyway, so he doesn't say a word. He's looking on his phone. He's fucking telling me about celeb gossip. He's like, did you hear that? I'm like, no, dude, I didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get on the fucking hill. He starts kind of like struggling immediately. Like he's like taking breaks, taking breaks. And then all of a sudden... Out of nowhere to like buy himself more time, he starts being like, Wow, look at them beautiful mountains. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you serious right now? Are you fucking serious? He's like, Man, it's so beautiful. I'm like, putting his hand so- on his hips yes. like Peter Pan. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're so full of shit, dude. Uh, man. But anyway, it's a, it was a steep hike. Yeah. Um, and then you get to the top and there's this cave and we get there and like the park rangers were being really extra. They're like, you cannot go in the cave if you don't have a ticket and the tickets are sold out. I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I, And you have to go on a guided tour of the cave mm. and the cave is only 1800 feet. So like a walk that you could do in seven minutes takes an hour because you stop and be like, that's a stalagmite. Mm. That's That was created two billion years ago. I don't yeah. give a fuck, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I get to the top and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to sweet talk this guy into letting me in. He goes, we got room for one more with this group. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm one more. He goes, okay. And I was like, but I got to be honest, I don't have a ticket. And he goes, oh, well, sir, there's, then there's nothing I can do for you. Wow. I was like, I can't just like go in for a little and like, you know, I, I mean, they were sold out. And he goes, nope. And I was like, okay, well, so then I start to try to get him talking. 
I'm like, so for best practices in the future, like how do I avoid this situation? Because tickets were sold out. And he goes, well, he goes into this whole long thing. And I was like, all right, well, what if I find somebody on the path who has a ticket? Because a guy earlier had mentioned that he had a ticket for me. He's not up here yet. And that's true. And he goes, what happens there is between you two. And I'm uh, like, dude, you sack of shit, dude. Yeah, Yosemite Sam over there. Yeah, so I didn't get to go in the cave, but I don't give a Damn. fuck. Damn. Savage. Uh, Damn. So that was that. Missed the cave? It was quite nice. Um, but yeah, dude, love a good hike, man. Do you know that not far from there, very close to there, actually, there is the Mormon um, like library of names, oh, or, really? or it's the it's the record uh it's the record of all of the mormons it's like their papers and their documents of the people who like settled or just in general i genuinely think it's a list of every mormon ever oh wow and it's heavily guarded it's in a fortified uh bunker mm-hmm. such that it would be immune to you know fires earthquakes nuclear bombs i don't know this is what we were always told as we, cause they would point up, it's up on the mountain mm-hmm. and you, they would, that's what always the driver that's would sick, say. And they're crazy. very, very careful about keeping a meticulous record of their, yeah. of their members. Well, speaking of which, okay. So I, uh, was kind of kindly encouraged and taken, thank you to, uh, the Sunday performance of the Tabernacle Choir. Pretty cool. At the Mormon sort of headquarters mm. in that big church, downtown Salt Lake City, which is under full construction. Looks like my apartment building, fully scaffolded up. Mm. Also, the ground is dug into, so there's all these tunnels underneath the church that you can kind of see from the outside now, which oh, is wow. kind of cool. Um, but dude, yeah, it was really interesting. So there's this whole like settler thing mm-hmm. with them that mm-hmm. like, and even the woman who gave a little speech before the the singing was like, you can stop picking blackberries and take your shoes off figuratively speaking and come enjoy the choir. Some of the finest, like giving this whole like speech, it was like pretty crazy. Mm. Uh, and at one point she's like, do we have any foreigners in the audience? And a bunch of people raise their hands. And then she's like, do we have any East coasters in the audience? And I raised my hand like, and dude, this- <laughs> and there's this man sitting next to us. He's with red hair. His kids had red hair. They're all wearing suits. The kids are wearing suits too. This guy's clearly like into it. This Devout. guy, this guy yeah. does this shit, right? He sees me raise my hand. And he sees me chuckle. He then chuckles back at me and goes, <laughs> he goes, welcome to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, did you just recruit me? Was I just recruited? Have they sent you to see that the, this guy was chill as fuck, dude. Yeah, this could yeah. be an IGD guy. Yeah. You know? What is that? International Guys Day. Oh. <laughs> wow. I know, I we know. could fortify our ranks with a little diversity. <laughs> a little diversity. Yeah, guys of all uh, sizes and faiths. Totally. And dude, it immediately showed me that, you know, these Mormons are chill too, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Uh, so anyway, that was funny. And then they sang all these beautiful songs. Yep. It's like women, men, different sizes. I posted a little bit on my story. Uh, it was pretty cool. And it's also on fucking YouTube, dude. I was watching the live stream while I was watching the thing, because I saw some guy in front of me doing that, commenting on it too, being like, yo, this is hard. Uh, (laughs) And uh, at one point, dude, they did a rendition of, and I think to myself, what a wonderful... I was like, this is crazy. Wow. That was sick. So I went on 9-16, was it? What was Sunday? Uh, I went on 9... Yeah, 9-16. So if if you're curious about watching the one that I saw, 
It's on there on their YouTube channel. 1016. Sorry. 1016. Yeah. October 16th. Thank you. Um, and hi, I recommend it. Very impressive spectacle, yeah. dude. Yeah. Really sick. So, okay. Here's a question for you. <laughs> Having gone to that, have you, have you been to any um, I, major Jewish ceremonies? Uh, have you been to any Muslim so yeah, in, ceremonies? In fact, in the past month, well, I guess it doesn't really count in Afghanistan, so never mind. But I've been to one of the like Mecca equivalents for like Shia Islam in Iraq, Karbala. Yeah. Uh, and there wasn't like a thing happening, but it was like the spa. The spa. Mm -hmm. So like similar sort of situation. And I recently went to a Jewish funeral. Uh, I don't know that I've been to some like huge, I don't know what the equivalent would be. All I know, the only frame of reference I have is, is like a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Right. And I've been to, the, I've been to yeah. a bar mitzvah. Um, and you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a spectacle. Dude. Yeah. Put yeah. a bunch of people in matching outfits and have them do something and I'm in. Dude. Mm -hmm. So let's say that, what, what, what do you, do you mind if I ask what you yeah. consider yourself? Uh, open-minded. You don't you don't ascribe to you I don't, don't subscribe to any religion. I don't I don't not I just like haven't thought enough about it and I'm putting it off. Uh huh. I'm open to thinking. Were you were you raised in and going to church at all? Did you go to Did your family say okay. we are this? So so my parents there we are theoretically Italian Catholics. Uh -huh. I am baptized. I was baptized. Yeah. My parents both went to Catholic school. My dad had a really bad experience in Catholic school. And when I even suggested that I go to the local Catholic school, he lost his shit. He goes, you think I'm sending you to that fucking, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, Jesus, sorry. So as kids, we went to different churches. We tried a couple different churches. We went to an Episcopal church. Yeah. We went to another. We, so they're like, cause they thought we, they should like introduce us to religion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but it was very, nothing like serious. So I, I'm not part of any particular so thing. So let's say that. You had to become a religious convert and subscribe to a religion such to the degree of going to their ceremony once a week, whether wow. it's you know a call to prayer or or you know uh, fuck I'm blanking on on all the various religions, but yeah, what whatever their service is on a Friday, on a Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Mm -hmm. Which one would you choose? Interesting. So now this is this is wrong, but since I'm a little bit of a of a grazer, you know what I mean. I and like, by the way, Mormonism can be in there too. Okay, of course. I, I'm a grazer. I like yeah, yeah. to experience the different things. I got to be honest. Each one of these different things have their own That's highlights. Cool. They yeah. have their strength. They all have their strengths as far as going to I, them. I think the Jews grieve really well. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. sitting Shiva is a wonderful and beautiful, Phenom you know, sort of construct. Very, very yeah. much agree. It's a really comforting yeah. nice thing. Um, very, very much agree with that. And yeah, they all have their things that they do well. Right. Um, so I, you know, dude, I don't know. Like, I feel like most of these religions, the the core concepts are all really positive and really good. And all these places do a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they, get, they can get a little carried away too. 100%. I think most of them have examples of it. Almost all of them have mm -hmm. examples where people took this really positive message and made it into something bad or right. made it into something oppressive, which is not what it was. It doesn't seem as if it, that's what it was intended to be. Right. You know, and right. I can say that with confidence because whoever thought of all this shit thought of it a pretty long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the Mormons are more recent, but yeah, but otherwise, you know, you, you know where I'm going with this No. What if we created a religion <laughs> that is an amalgamation that we've picked and chosen 
of the best practices from each one, right? That's wild. So let's say, I mean, you can't beat Christmas. You can't. You can't. In terms of holidays, Christmas is unbeatable. I I want Christmas. Dude, speaking of which, Hill Dog, okay, so she came to like the proper Christmas, and I didn't know to which degree she like hadn't really done it. Mm-hmm. And we were just sitting there, and the little kids were running around opening toys, and then they were sitting all over her, and we eat French toast, and we're in our pajamas, and she's like, is this like what this is? And I was like, yeah. She's like, this is sick. It's dude. fucking <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. I was like, yeah, it rocks, dude. It's unbeatable. It rocks. Yeah. But I would also love to do a Hajj to Mecca. Yeah, to do totally. I would love to be surrounded by that level of piousness. I want to uh, do that too. Uh, you know, to 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 pilgrimage in and 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 be among the hundreds of thousands of people. You know, go to the temple and yeah, fuck is it the biggest temple? airport on the planet? By the way, is that right? That of Riyadh Airport, I believe. Yeah. And area wise, um, and 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 experience that, right? I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sitting shiva is is the best way to grieve. Totally. Um, I also would have liked to have been bar mitzvah. Yeah, same. Um, I think to me that beats like confirmation or or even baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the meditative practices of of Buddhism are are profound yeah. and and really healthy. Um. Am I? Am I even? Are those two are one and the same, right? Like Buddhists, meditation comes from Buddhism. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, if, so. If, and I have if, that if it doesn't come from it, it's like a big part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um. And also, we can, we can create a tax exempt organization. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But I also think I think the music from Christianity is the best. Okay. I do. I think. Think of that Mormon. They're they're singing like. Yeah, I guess that's true. But the the. Uh, that call to prayer is pretty nice too, though. I don't know. Maybe it's just my ear, but it always yeah. sounds a little like whaley to me. Mm. Um, I don't know. Okay, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so you know, it, it's holidays, it's major life events, it's what, what type of wedding? What type of wedding? Mm. I I could really Indian do wedding. I I, <laughs> I could really do with that. yeah. But like Hindu wedding. Yeah, I know. could really do without a Catholic mass. That to me is yeah. dreary and long and uh it, it gets it wouldn't be my taste. Yeah. Um but who has the best wedding? Indian people. They do. Right. Yeah. Right? Yes. Absolutely. I think so. Okay. All right. This is a fun exercise. We could create this this all the colors of the rainbow, you know, multi denominational <laughs> religion. Cherry that, picking. Yeah, just picks and chooses. I think that's kind of fun. It's really fun. We dude. need a name though. Uh Frulio. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fru- called Frulio. Frulism. Yeah. 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 Okay. Putting together a proper list of what every step is in okay. order to make a religion. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll have to put our heads to it actually. And That's and fine. maybe we'll on a future episode we'll we'll truly outline it and see if we can convert some people. <laughs> uh very good. Yeah. Um Well dude, I was there from Friday morning till Sunday afternoon and I did a lot of shit. Yeah. Like I'm really proud of the amount of things that I got in on this weekend. So Friday we get in, we go on the hike after we land, whatever. And then I think we just maybe chill till the show. Saturday went to the cliff spa at so snow and snowbird area mm. soaked it in fucking chilled crushed it whatever and then sunday before our afternoon flight i went to the tabernacle choir and then i drove 200 miles to go to a 
national park site. What? Up and back, yeah. And Zach goes, are you fucking serious? Wait, where are we going? That's 100 miles away. I'm like, don't worry about it, dude. Oh, my like, God. I'm down, man, 100%, man. I'm like, dude, you got to be, you got to be careful. You got to be careful saying that because I will tell you, we went to where the final spike was struck in the ground for the Transcontinental Railroad. Oh, that's cool. Which is sick. That's and cool. Really beautiful drive to really cool mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, really got me, got it done. Got so, it in. dude, Utah rocks is a great state it is it's a great state i know the mormon church has its drawbacks and and that the the mormonism is so uh pervasive there but man you know i think the climate the mountains the scenery the vibe it's clean it's great people are well behaved they're neighborly best delta lounge in the game too by the way is that right dude there's like an outdoor area bro the skiing in utah Is better than Colorado. Wow. It's better than Colorado, and the mountains are within 45 minutes of downtown Salt Lake City. True. So you can make day trips to the best ski mountains in the world. So pound for pound, would you consider it the best skiing in America or no? Yeah, probably would. I I think- All things um, considered? I just think the snow in Utah is better uh, on average than Colorado. Interesting. But that that doesn't necessarily mean- better like nightlife or destination all around right right um, yeah there's this weird rule where you can only have one drink at a time which shout out to my negroni man for fucking yeah hooking me up broke i broke that i have a name of this place Dude, too i remember distinctly we were getting some shots at a bar when i was in alta and the bartender brought them out on a tray took all of the drinks that we had in front of us away Brought the shots out. Yeah. He took the shots. Then he came back out with the drinks that were half drunk. Dude, totally. And returned them to us. Totally, man. It's a thing. It's fully a thing. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty wild. Uh, dude, I love me some athletic greens. Oh, I'm just I'm never I'm never gonna stop. They're so good. It's such a nice way to start the day. I will be drinking athletic greens for my gut health until that company goes out of business. At which point <laughs> I will buy up every last remaining packet. <laughs> I can find and just keep going until it's all gone. It's such an easy habit. And it really, like, I think that if there was a way to, like, do the odds or some kind of statistics thing about how much more likely you are to have a healthy day if you start your day with athletic greens versus when you don't, I think it would be like a really eye opening difference. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. And that's part of why I started taking athletic greens. But, dude, it's also lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, and it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, dude. It's Absolutely about as good as we can right. get. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, so you know that this is no joke. It's a, that's a lot of people. That's a big sample size. I, I, you trust a number at that point. This is a movement. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Anyway, dude, yeah. I can't believe you did all that. I, I, yeah. I also, you know, do you not, for me, I'm always, I always want to do some things, but I do know that doing two shows a night gets tiring agreed agreed and so, i need to have energy for that yeah i feel you so it depends depends what like the slate is this was only one show a night okay Friday got it Saturday. got it got it um which if it were to have been two it could have changed the dynamic a bit mm-hmm. um uh the one good thing is that when you go west 
you you are up and ready much much earlier. True, you do get a lot done. Yeah, a lot more done. I find at least. And but then when I come back here, I struggle mm-hmm. to get back on my time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, dude. Yeah, the I can't, well, like yesterday I was exhausted. I went to a Pilates class and I was like on that fucking reformer struggling. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth it, you know. And there's only so much time. And to be able to like, dude, I'm chipping away, man, at the national park system. I think that was number 120, 127. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you added two more flights. So I did a recount. Oh, yeah. I think I'm 44. Oh, wow. I think I'm one fewer than I thought. Wow. Yeah. I'm So as of this episode being out, we are tied. We're tied. Love to see I'm it. I'm dust. I'm totally uh, dust. So Francis says that, but you like- You left me in your jet stream. His, but his, his the year is, is young. No, it's not. All that, all those questions, which by the way, Julio was like, are you going skiing this winter? And I was like, yeah, you want to come? <laughs> Let's do it. That'd be fun. That's not and what he's I was like, asking. no, I'm just being nosy. And it's like, <laughs> uh, he's asking to see if I have any fucking flights planned. That's not why. So he can book himself a little casual getaway. No, 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 no. I was just curious. I was just curious. I was like making small talk, you know? I see. I see. And I was just, I was excited for you if you had a good trip. No, I know. I, I think we might, you know, we might utilize the three day weekends. Yeah. Uh, in the winter. There's some really good ones. When are they? Uh, Martin Luther King Day is in January. And do, President's Day is in February. Do we sort of adhere to that here? Like, there are people in the office? Uh, no. It, it, uh, no. There are certainly, it's noted that we are not, those are days off. Right. So you don't at have to be Yeah. Cool. But it, it didn't used to be that way. When I used to work here, we didn't get long weekends and holidays, technically. But we would get like a week off at Christmas mm-hmm. and we would get, I think we got the whole week off at Thanksgiving and I think we got a week at the 4th of July. I mean, it was really generous. Very yeah. Cushy. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's changed. They took a few days off away from us at Thanksgiving, but have given us these long weekends. Sick dude. Yeah. Very, very cool. Do a quick email. Uh, this oh, a little email. This uh, ties in a bit to um, some of the stuff that we've been talking about lately. So, See what you think here. Hello, gents. Greetings from Sydney, Australia. Love the pod. Blah, blah, blah. Here it goes. I'm an American who grew up in Michigan. I moved to the Cayman Islands after I finished school. There I met my wife, who's an Aussie. We moved to Sydney, where she's from, in 2019. We got married. Had our first baby girl, Charlotte. Charlotte is now nine months old. The other day, I was walking Charlie in our neighborhood and chatting with my sister about her upcoming visit uh, to come see us. It was roughly 7.30 a.m. While walking, I hear someone shout from behind me. It was loud, but sounded far away. Nonetheless, it was enough for me to look behind me. All I saw was a person that must have been about 50 to 60 yards behind me on the sidewalk. Nothing registered, so I continued on with the conversation. About 40 seconds later, I hear, Hey, motherfucker, you got something to say, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) This now came from directly behind me, and there was no mistaking that it was meant for me. I turned around, told my sister, hold on a second, put my phone in my pocket. As I turned, I saw a 40-ish... Uh, year old aboriginal woman walking just feet behind me she pulled uh down her double mask to say you have something to say back there bitch uh i replied with nope i certainly uh i certainly don't uh i don't have anything to say are you okay she then says this this is where my people come from you dumb c word go back to where you where the fuck you came from uh at this point i couldn't tell if she was on some if she was on something or just upset taking it out of me or whatever the hell was going on really also, I have my nine-month-old daughter with me. So I responded with, what's the plan here? What are you going to do? She took a step closer and screamed, fuck you. This is my land. Fuck you, you dumb, uh, et cetera, et cetera. 
Now I know she's not going to reason with me and have a conversation. She's just fired up. Then a couple came around the corner and she walked away from me, still screaming like, fuck off. This may be terrible, uh, but in that moment, I, I was ready to slap that woman if she moved any closer. I think for the safety of my child, that would be justified uh, if, in fact, she did step in trying to put her hands on me slash us. All in all, it was a quick, loud, and strange interaction to have at 730 in the morning while walking with my daughter and telling my sister how much she's going to like here. Just curious your thoughts. Like, am I allowed to hit her in this situation? <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I mean, dude, I mean all right. So, this is, do you know about the Aborigines yeah. versus yeah, I do. Australian it's an unfortunate population thing. thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's really dark. It's pretty dark. Uh, it's basically like similar to what we did to the Native Americans, yeah. um, to the First Peoples. And uh, it continues to this day where there's definitely a pervasive racism um, and maltreatment and, and all of that. Um, but what were you going to say? No, so all that aside, like take that out of it. Like it doesn't matter who the person is, where they come from, what their deal is. Like that stuff all matters until this person is in your face. Mm-hmm. And you know, what the, what's she going to do? Is she going to knock your, the carriage over? Like, you know, what are you going to do? So what I recommend is what we prescribed on the last episode of Oops the Podcast, the chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you find yourself about to be attacked by anyone, Go behind them, hold them for approximately 10 seconds. If you get to 15, you might kill them. So you better count. Yeah. One, 1,000, two, 1,000. Uh, be generous with the count. Yeah. And put them down and move on with your life. That's- <laughs> if you're just like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude, I, I agree. And, and I, I think this is just a crazy woman. It doesn't matter whether she's aboriginal or not. Uh, you know, you, you, we encounter these people on the streets yep. in New York all the time. If you're with your nine-month old daughter you have to protect her and pr- protect yourself and you it, you become a different animal obviously mm-hmm. um with that said i for this guy's sake th- as we know the story doesn't read well yeah i slapped an aboriginal totally. woman for white man slaps a marginalized group woman yeah not doesn't read well in in you know for like yelling this is where i'm from or whatever right. I, I think that's that is where it does become a little more relevant, but avoid the confrontation at all costs. Run away if you have yeah, to. Yeah, just run away. I hate yeah. to say this, but like typically we're faster than those people. Men than women? No, like crazy people. What do you mean those people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking about the people in New York. Right, if, right. if some crazy it, like guy came up to me and started yeah. saying some crazy shit, sure. I know I can outrun that guy. That's true. 100%. And like it's not a matter of pride. Yeah. I'm not like pussying out and skittling away. You're just saying, well, I'll get a little exercise here yeah. and avoid potentially being stabbed. Yeah. You know? Totally. Do what you got to do. No problem. Yeah. Avoid. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Yeah. Uh, but if you got to, put her down, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all for now. Oops, put the podcast. <laughs> um, come see me in Ann Arbor, November 12th, The Blind Pig, not Julio.com for tickets. Uh, Francis, you got anything coming up? I have Facts with Ryan coming oh, up. Sorry, Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Okay. Were they, Brian? Facts with Ryan. All right, a couple today. Uh, the library you were referring to, the it was the Genealogical Society of Utah, opened in 1894. It is now the Family History Library. Mm. They have 4.84 billion searchable records. Oh my a ton God. of interactive things oh to do God. there. 
Um, Did you read anything about how it's really fortified and like the fire prevention stuff? I didn't say anything about that. Okay. Big building. Uh, and then how to start a religion. There's a 16 step plan for any, you know, we're going to take a deep dive. Hopefully that's a lot of steps, a lot show, of steps. That's a lot of steps. we'll share the link with any of our listeners. Um, it's tough enough to get, to start get a podcast off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone a religion. Just sneak that in there. Yeah. And then snowbird has five, uh, fine dining options and 13 casual dining options. <laughs> so take advantage of that oh, thank nice. you ryan thanks ryan phenomenal as always yeah i appreciate you all that's oops the podcast emails to oops the podcast at gmail.com